0: You listening to the Bulldozer Party Podcast. I'm Koshfi. I'm Max. How was your DD session with your dad? With my
1: dad? Yeah, was that last night? I didn't play with my dad. Something? Was there something? I never played with my dad, actually.
0: Oh, snap. How come? I don't know he's a gamer right
1: yeah oh. I play board games and video games
0: would that be weird playing with your dad D&D? I don't know
1: I'd probably be embarrassed huh
0: <laughs> explain that to me he
1: embarrasses me a lot
0: he embarrasses you or are you embarrassed by just like I don't name? know it'd just be it weird would
1: be, I would be self conscious I think
0: But he's like you're I think maybe that's a
1: better answer to your question I, I think I would be self conscious playing and I think being self conscious is a barrier to improvising
0: Oh. And
1: being, like, free. So are you saying,
0: like, he'd be like, Max, why would you do that? I don't know. You're the son I raised?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Part, part of the fun of D&D as well, even though I think I've moved beyond this phase, is the fact that it's this role-playing experience where you can do things that you don't normally do in real life. And a lot of times, new players especially, will push those boundaries and, and become... There's actually a term for it in the D and D community: murder hobos. Murder hobos. Where people will just <laughs> instead of you know being the valiant knight and completing the quest and doing this honor doing honorable <laughs> deeds, they'll just see how much they could kill and steal and just pillage their way across. The oh, world. it's
0: my turn. Um, I want to kill. Yeah. Him right now. Exactly. Just because. <laughs> Roll the dice.
1: Just because it's uh, it's exploring the absurdity of it, of like. This social encounter and like the. In D&D it's, you know, in the, this fantasy Middle Ages setting. Everyone's got swords on them and stuff. It's like, what's stopping me from just killing that guy? What's, What would happen? You just want to see what would happen if you do it. Maybe even to put some unnecessary pressure on the dungeon master who has to decide how to now deal with this when they had prepped uh, a, a lovingly crafted and interesting story for you to play through and now. They're oh, just no. killing everyone.
0: Max is referring to the time where I... I'm not I,
1: speaking from experience at all. Where I went murder hobo
0: on his game.
1: Oh, no. You, you have been <laughs> the, one of the lesser offenders of my career.
0: <laughs> but um, come on, Max. You've ever been a murder hobo when you started out? Sure I was. Yeah. Wasn't <laughs> it fun? Yeah. Yeah. Give these kids a break. It's well, new well, power.
1: That, oh, that's why it'd be, I think it'd be weird to play with my dad. I don't know what he would do. I don't want to know. <laughs> but the game this weekend was actually kind of interesting because we finished up a D&D campaign recently. I didn't One where I actually didn't have to be the dungeon master for once. I could play a character, so that was a fun change of pace. And wanted, I wanted to propose a different game system. So we didn't actually play Dunge- Dungeons and Dragons. We played a game called Fate, which is like a different rule set, even though it's a similar idea of Sitting around making a character and role-playing, a different uh, it it, it is run in a different way, and it's setting agnostic. So you could do a fantasy, medieval game, but it's totally up to you if you want to do Star Wars, space aliens, if you want to do like Dragon Ball Z, if you want to do 10,000 B.C. cybernetic samurai, something like whatever you want, it can do. Um, so they decided they wanted to do a Western. Last week, we did our first uh, prep session where we made characters and decided what what type of world we wanted to do. So this weekend, I watched a Western movie. Oh, Which one? With my girlfriend to kind of like get in the zone while I was prepping. It's called Johnny Guitar. Who was in it? It's from 1954. So I don't... Nice. <laughs> uh, Ernest Borgnine is the only face I recognize in it. He's Johnny like, Guitar. Yeah. Actually... Really ended up liking it. I, I think there's a, it's a hard sometimes to watch old movies nowadays just because the medium has come so far that like things that were action-packed, intense, can lose something based on like the the level of cinematography and effects that we see nowadays. Yeah, that's true. But it was solid.
0: Are you a fan of westerns? Yeah. W- what were your top five?
1: I was raised. I'm uh, watching Western. So, like, the
0: magnificent seven, was magnificent seven? Magnificent uh, Seven is
1: probably my top.
0: Yeah. Um, um, but the, a lot of John Wayne movies. like the True Grit.
1: R- original True Grit. Yeah. Um, Big Jake is actually a John Wayne movie that my brother was named after. Big Jake? Just Jake. Is cool. <laughs> he's, he's, he's just called regular Jake.
0: But based on but Big Jake. I think Jake. he's named after that movie. Okay.
1: And The Cowboys is a John Wayne movie. Yeah. Um, I, I might... Two watch list are the Sergio Leone mm-hmm. spaghetti westerns. Like, okay, you're probably familiar with um, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The classic musical theme. The oh, that one. Oh yeah. Um, I started watching it the other night, actually. But I what's the name of the movie? Just in the case? Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. The Good. Right, right, right. It's part of a, tr- a trilogy-ish <laughs> with Clint Eastwood.
0: Oh, Clint Eastwood may is bread and butter in those westerns, right?
1: Yeah, they're kind of silly because they're like super low budget affairs. They're filmed in Italy, where like production costs were way cheaper. A lot of times the audio is super off because they just didn't even have microphones on set, or for whatever reason. So they all the voc- the voices are like dubbed in afterwards, and like they don't line up with the mouths very well. But a lot of the cinematography is really impressive with, like, the scenery, and the characters are are funny, like, caricatures, These are very over dramatic lives.
0: So are you a fan of Quentin Tarantino?
1: I think so. I'm not... A, I'm not No, well, no. I Whenever people ask me if I'm a fan of something, I think I probably overthink it. Mm-hmm. To me, fan is short for fanatic. Oh, okay. Like, you can't get enough of this thing, and you like know all the trivia about it. So no, I'm not a fan in that okay. way. But I do like Quentin Tarantino's movies.
0: Okay, that's true. Maybe I there do are things I am a fan like of. the movies.
1: I think he's a little uh, self-indulgent sometimes.
0: Just a little, <laughs> <Like with laughs> just they, a little.
1: With, they're, they're, I don't think many of his movies need to be as long as they are. But there are always very memorable scenes, and lines, and characters, and I think that's
0: oh, the Hateful Eight was the last one I saw. Yeah, I didn't see that. That one was super long. I totally agree. That movie could have ended so much earlier. <laughs> 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 um, and how about how do you, what do you how do you feel about those remakes of the old John Wayne movies, like True Grit? With uh, that was really good too. With yeah. Uh,
1: who's, in, who's the who's um, Jeff Bridges?
0: Yep. The, the dude. Did well, with that. Matt Damon, and that new girls Haley something Matt
1: Damon was in that?
0: Matt Damon was LaBeouf LaBeouf LaBeouf
1: Really? Labif, Sha Beef.
0: Yeah Thank God he wasn't in that
1: I don't r- I can't remember I can't believe I forgot Matt Damon was in it
0: <coughs> You know Matt Damon is low-key in so many movies <laughs> People just forget that Oh Matt Damon was in that one Uh
1: Then the game went pretty well, I've tried to come up with this scenario, it's a different crafting a western scenario than a medieval fantasy Red one. Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, I, play, I played the hell out of that game actually.
0: Yeah. Westworld?
1: Why, I recently finished season 2, watch. did you watch it?
0: Season 1, I think I watched some season 2, oh yeah I did watch season 2, yeah, where they have that thing and they run across the bridge and stuff. Is that season two?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: did, I, did you just watch that? Did I just read it for you?
1: No, I watched the whole thing. Okay. I don't yeah? know if there's any spoilies. Uh,
0: that?
1: Uh-uh. <laughs> We're going to just delete S- it. Suck it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I loved season one. I would actually go so far as to say that it is a masterpiece. Season one. I was liking season two a lot, yeah. and then I thought the finale was garbage.
0: Yeah. Just put everything. All the cliche shit's in there.
1: I thought it was paced terribly. Like, all these characters (coughs) show up in the same place when the previous episode. There really was no indication that they were going to meet up with each other immediately. Like, I mean, people are going to the same vague area. But I, I, I don't need to get into it. I have a lot of criticisms. I think it was lazy.
0: They did that whole memento thing where he was just like, where am I? Is this reality? Is this a flashback? With That's the
1: thing that I... Right? My biggest criticism won't take too long. The character of Bernard literally, verbally, has this exposition where he says the entire conceit of the series. Yeah. Like, do, do they think the audience is that dumb that he needed to actually say explicitly? Like, what if what if we are just code or like what is, you know, what's really different between us? Like all this- when writers
0: <laughs> run out of ideas, you don't have to tell <laughs> if we're still here watching. Hey, we have to kill 25 more minutes. I have an idea guy. Let's just retell the whole story through Bernard <laughs> for the next 30 minutes.
1: It's like insulting <laughs> as an audience member. You've uh, cause you're thinking about this. St- that's why it's good. It's this thought provoking thing. And you, you can kind of come to your own conclusions about it. And then he literally just says it. He doesn't say an answer, but he's like, in case you haven't got it so far, this show is about whether robots and people are really that different. Yeah. Pretty troubling to think about, huh? Like, that's kind of how the, the series ended for me. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I get it. You didn't have to tell me. And the way it ends is really... N- effectively no different than where season one left off which to me means the prospect of some of these hosts android life forms are now intermingling with the real world like that's how season one ended with she got on the train and was leaving and then decided to come back like
0: season two she ends up on the boat right or a plane that she's going away on i don't remember so, yeah. but she's
1: it's the same thing like same thing they're Oh, they they might be in the world now. What's going to happen? That was the same way the season one ended. Pretty much. Do you know if they plan on making any more?
0: Probably. They probably made machine. a lot of money. Some I don't think they
1: should make any more. Yeah. Ed Harris as well. I think he did a, has done a, an amazing job. His character was just thrown to the wayside at the end.
0: Oh. He's, like,
1: he's like creeping in. He's wounded. He's barely hanging on. Yeah. Then nothing happens, nothing happens. No, He has no conclusion <laughs> <Nothing> <laughs> they just happens. Oh we found this guy He was hurt He's just not dead Just
0: leave it open ended In case we need oh him Oh my god Let's get that contract talks Let's see if it agrees To our numbers When's the last time You actually had to Watch a show Where you felt like The season 2 Was just as good As season 1 Cause I feel like oftentimes oftentimes Shows kind of like Have that issue Where they like Strike gold in season 1 But now they have The pressure of like Oh we gotta deliver something season two in order to get season three also
1: yeah there's not a lot of shows that i've actually like sat down and watched seasons i, I the office comes to mind okay I, I haven't seen it in a long time but i think the office peaked season three and like imp- season one decent two way better three <coughs> maybe it's, maybe two is even better in my mind and then i i know some people have fought for the later ones but I think that improved as the season went on. The, maybe that's because of the format of it. Because it, the first season was really a clone of the British version. And then they kind of started embracing the, the characters that they had created that's instead true. and taking them in their own directions.
0: The actors like found their yeah. groove. Does Breaking Bad come to your mind?
1: I haven't seen it. Oh. <laughs> I've seen some of it. One of my roommates was watching it. So I've seen a lot of the Sopranos? key moments. I haven't no. seen it.
0: Um, what else we got? Walking Dead? Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, gonna have to Game of Thrones? I, d-
0: well I, I haven't seen it. Oh. So, Have you watched Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Read it. Read it.
1: Watched it. Big fan. Big fan. Bored now. Takes Bored. too long. Sixth and seventh book's never going to come out.
0: If you like this podcast and want to help us grow, go to iTunes, give it a rating, share it with your friends. If you're on Google Music, again, go to our page, hit that like button. Is there a subscription? Yes, hit that subscription button. (laughs) Thanks again for listening. We'll check you on the next one.
1: Bye. Take care.